0: Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, so on and so forth. Hope everyone is doing okay. This uh, this morning's uh, Dharma talk, uh, the title, what did I tell you it was titled Depth of Training. Hmm. Is that what I said? That's uh, so what I'll talk about then. Okay, the title is uh, Depth of Training. And the idea there is to, and you know, I'm kind of talking about the same thing all the time. I'm sure you've noticed that. I've even had some complaints about that. People get really bored sometimes. I want to be entertained by Dharma talks, kind of. So what this is about is to help us look at, observe, understand of what, when I say train your mind, it's just a simple way of saying, just look at what is uh, the quality of the thought patterns of the mind that operates in such a, what, an untrained or wild and crazy circular, uh, like a scared rabbit running around, uh, running away from this, running towards that, just operating totally out of impulse or out of uh, desire or hope or fear or just we're just con- completely controlled by the causes and conditions that we do not understand deeply we have to understand it deeply. There are some people who are so wild and crazy that they, and they believe their thoughts, they believe their opinions, they believe their ideas, because these protect the, that, and insulate that which uh, we call an ego, or narcissism, or self-centeredness, or from the point of view of this spiritual path, the false identity, the mm-hmm. identity that is, uh, established and and constructed and reinforced and driven and you could say protected by ideas, opinions, beliefs. Well, you don't believe that, do you? No, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think about what I'm thinking? I don't know. What are you thinking? Well, I was thinking about what you were thinking about what I'm thinking. And I'm being crazy or silly. I'm being circular, but it's that. that's what we do that. Look closely the next time you have any kind of a conversation with anybody, especially with someone who has no mind training at all, and is completely at the mercy of their conditioning. What do you call it? Their karmas. Con- they're at the mercy of it. To them, that looks like freedom. And they'll even call it that. Well, they're not going to take my freedom only. Yeah, that's a... I think Rinpoche wrote a book on that it was called The Myth of Freedom. Did you, did you notice he never addresses that through the whole book? You didn't notice that? Or did he? Did he? You guys are studying it. You should know. <laughs> <laughs> so the, when I say depth of training, what I'm endeavoring when I was talking to Uño this morning uh, and, uh, and Juncho usually announces the, the, the title of the talk, I never know what I'm gonna talk about particularly. So the idea here was what I'm thinking about, I would like to talk about is, would you go straight that scroll? Thank you. Once the scroll is straight, then I'll be able to, give this talk. Yes. If you don't see how it's crooked, then you won't be able to straighten it. Very good. Thank you. (laughs) You might say, what's that about? He's a fussy guy. Not really. Not fussy. Not fussy at all. No position. That's the only way we can really take a position on anything. If you have a position ahead of time, uh, this is called uh, an illusion. So people are trained in different ways. We're trained to how to paint a house, how to repair a, um, a bicycle, or how to change a tire on a car. These days we wouldn't do that ourselves, probably, but maybe. All kinds of very materialistic ways of training. And then there are the more sophisticated ways of training, um, getting a degree in in philosophy or getting getting a degree in in, in mathematics or in counseling. You know, we have examples of all kinds of different kinds of training where we learn how to do something, how to apply that, that ties into the society, into the culture, into the economy in such a way that we have some some value there. Um, And so we operate that way. Oh, what was the title, title of the talk? Depth of Training. Yeah, okay, thanks. I might check it with every now and then. Depth of Training. So we, I'm talking about the surfacey. How, how to, how to, how to, what, what do you need to finish this? How much do I need to? And there's all kinds of structures uh, called universities, called uh, trade schools, uh, called uh, third grade, called uh, fourth grade. Fourth grade, you ever ever been through fourth grade? I mean, when you start multiplying stuff, that's a dangerous feeling for a nine-year-old. Where is this gonna lead? (laughs) Multiplication? Oh, apparently you guys didn't have the fear I had. So the the fear of losing control can cause us to get a kind of training that helps us uh, seem more secure. So what's being protected there? Why would we train? Well, we might train to make a living. Obviously, this is a, a, a I'm not talking about a value judgment. I'm talking about, say, deeper training is better. No, we need all kinds of training. We need training just in table manners. If you're going to live in a society that we call civilized, although uh, these days I'm wondering what's going on. It's like we have a lot of forms to come into the monastery, but you you might have in your home a place where you have a box or a table with a cloth and maybe a Dharma book or a candle or image uh, of the Buddha, where you might use that as a place to focus on. You sit down, maybe look at the altar itself, maybe look at the wall next to it. It's just a way of of training your mind. What are we doing there? As far as I'm concerned, and I've done a few different kinds of uh, training, I did uh, spend about four years in the Marine Corps learning how to kill people and was kind of into that when I was like 18 years old. So I'm kind of into anything that shows up in front of me. And of course that structure goes way back and we just assume we need armies because we got to protect ourselves from what? From other organizations that have armies that want to control, want to control. So, uh, mainly what I've been talking about is the mundane path of how to do this, how to control this, how to protect that, how to paint something, how to protect it from decay, how to preserve something so that we can eat it three weeks from now. There's just so many different ways. I'm not going to go into these much anymore, other than to say the mundane practices are obvious. When we get closer and closer to a spiritual path where we're actually going to start training the mind fundamentally, and then quite often what happens is people do what Trungpa Rinpoche pointed out as spiritual materialism. Simply put, using spiritual techniques, mind training techniques to get somewhere, to have some kind of a getting somewhere idea. And Buddhism is full of this. The, the, the Paramitas, the the, the uh, all the different provisional teachings that talk, us, talk to us about the nature of the mind, the nature of confusion, the nature of clarity, the nature of... Uh, the nature of nature, the nature of Buddha nature. And when it breaks down into various uh, structures, levels, concepts, and ideas, which are uh, are explained everywhere. There's just so much. When I started studying this in the 60s, there wasn't much. Alan Watts was the authority. Alan Watts and uh, the W.Y., Evans Wentz, along with Edward Kanzi. And now, Whole libraries (laughs) full of books on the Dharma and some pretty good ones and some of them are a little bit spinning a little bit and trying to generate some kind of validity out of what they're saying. But this path, as I understand it, is something you have to see. This is a transcendental do-it-yourself. You're actually going to do your version of it, your kitchen. Your uh, extra roll of uh, paper towels, your l- linoleum you're walking across, your feet. So there's a there's a kind of ownership that's not exactly possession, but is that you're really close to the dependent origination that shows up as a hand, sure hand. But we tend to ignore all of that and impute that there's some kind of world that this apparent being is in. Look closely at that. How do you do? How do you do that? Min- minimal, minimal radical sit down hold still and watch the movement some teachers teach generating things and I'm not against that that has its value also uh, creation completion practices of the um, the tibetans it's interesting that there are so many people that are are very reasonable people did that one guy say? there's good people on both sides Yeah. yeah I mean, I would say it differently. There isn't anything but good people, but some of them are extremely confused. So there isn't, there is no evil. Uh, You might want to use that word for a while, but uh, I wouldn't overdo that. Use it as an index, but not as a, as a uh, judgment. This doesn't mean don't hold people responsible for what they're doing, not going the other way and saying everything is perfect. It is perfect, but not relatively perfect. It's ultimately perfect. And if you're hooked on rel- relativity, or right and wrong, should not shouldn't, life and death, that's the big one. That's the one, that, that's the real stumbling block. Uh, if you think you're gonna die and you think you're actually alive, which then you think you're gonna die. But those are not uh, two different things. Separated, but not fundamentally separate. It has to be seen, you have to see it yourself. So we have to start somewhere. So we, the way I see it from having done this for a while is start at the surface and not, it's not some surface, it's your own surface, sit down and hold still and watch what you cannot uh, cause shall we say or prevent from moving uh, and by by holding everything that you can hold still without any movement particularly and without any particular struggle like trying to hold still based on somebody standing over you with a uh, with a ship bay or a, a japanese battering ram but just sit down hold still and Just because you only sit for 20 minutes a day and someone else sits for uh, 20, 30 hours a week doesn't mean they're ahead of you. That's a misunderstanding that's ahead, behind, and it's promoted by more ancient approaches to the teachings that talk more about gradation and getting better and improving and so on. So deeper... Deeper uh, training uh, seems to involve looking more and more deeply into whatever is arising and the space within which it is arising or occurring and seeing the spaciousness around the phenomena, thoughts, emotions, memories, conclusions, imputations, exclusions, validations, all of those patients. Coming and going, coming. They're right, it's wrong, it's good, it shouldn't be, it should be. It feels really good. I feel really good that it's really a good meditation, really a bad. If you come to me and say, I'm having a really good meditation, I'm not impressed. I'm not saying I want you to be miserable. It's just that uh, conclusions about meditation uh, are, that's all they are. They're just abandoning what is occurring for what you think about it. Don't abandon what occurs for something else. Don't, and I say don't come to conclusions, which I do say that, but you might have to watch the way you keep concluding stuff and notice what is it that is is fundamentally there? What is fundamentally happening? Train your mind. And how do you do that? See how untrained and how wild and crazy or loop-de-loop or whatever is happening in your mind stream that that is. Not only on the cushion, but post meditation also, but it's only about observing. Don't try to, if you're listening to me, then you can consider it and do whatever you want. Of course, you know that, but don't try to train your mind off the cushion to be different or be better or be more peaceful or be, 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 be. be. This doesn't mean that you couldn't see that what somebody is doing and that is uh, offending you or irritating you and keep it to a minimum. Don't respond, drop your gaze slightly. Don't drop it all the way down. You don't have to get credit for being humble. But you could drop it slightly. And it's you you never have to do that. You might do it once and never do it again. So it's not an ongoing protocol to somehow manipulate people into thinking you're a nice person. Or whatever. Or manipulating yourself into thinking, well, at least I'm not fighting with them. Be very... And when I say careful, tentative, be very tentative in any area where you're abandoning what shows up for what you think about it. we you're abandoning what shows up for what that probably, what does that mean? We often say to that to, to ourselves, anything occurs, we just, the radical quality of just receiving what happens, we leave that for what we think about what just happened. Our conclusion, well, what does that mean? What does that lead to? This is the very nature of materialism, any kind of materialism. And some of those materialisms, like um, how to eat with a spoon, are necessary. So the interesting thing about this, as you, we use the word progress on the path, when you make progress on the path, there are less and less and less reference points. Especially the ones that are saying, I think I'm doing pretty good. I think I'm not doing so good. Now, like and Rinpoche said, we mentioned about last week, uh, talked about you don't get rid of ego. You just you just keep looking at it and looking at it. you wear it out because you don't resole it. You don't refurbish it. You don't rebuild it. You just wear it out. And I don't know if uh, it could be said that you actually wear it out so much as you you continue to, to continue to look at that situation and see that it, it's coming apart. It's coming apart. And we tend to panic when we start to, what, lose the reference points that the stitching and the sole and the leather, however you want to use the image, starts to come up and be more and more transparent, translucent, uh, trans. It's difficult, it's difficult especially uh, when we see that it's not actually a depth so much. That's a relative thing. So it's not a deeper training, particularly. It's... Something is happening there, but it's more like it's something that's more difficult to describe without describing it in a way that is conclusive. That's why you hear words like suchness and uh, tatagatagarbha. we go into words that you know even even people who speak uh, Sanskrit don't really understand what that is because of it branches out in so many different directions. Tatata, Thusness or th- what was it? Thusness was thusness. Thisness, thusness, this, thatness, theness—some way to take l- language and shape it in such a way that it actually goes into an area that tells us what this is. Ultimately, ultimately, uh, if you see ultimacy, you don't see anything. If you understand ultimacy, nothing—nothing nothing happens. I'm not being silly here. I'm not saying that things don't happen, but they're happening relatively (laughs) this gets its uh, its meaning from when it's not happening when it's over here on the copacabana (laughs) see three smiles so three people know what copacabana means So it's the contrast that does this. And this is why I say, when you sit down and watch the mind, just look at the contrast, no matter what shows up, no matter how many dragons, no matter how many angels, don't, don't differentiate <clears throat> who you are, what you are, what this actually, what, what these human beings, these apparent human beings actually are, aren't even human. This is just, this is temporary, even in my case, <laughs> which is the temporary part is uh, coming true. Because this is why it's so important to uh, deepen that, and for each person, that's going to be different. Some people are just going to meditate a little bit, and meditate a lot. Maybe meditate with a teacher, without a teacher, with a, a community, without a community, with a particular teaching, maybe with this teaching, not that teaching, with this teacher, not that teacher. Uh, that's up to you. That's up to. Uh, that's up to you and your particular, what, karma, the causes and conditions that arise as your clarity and as your confusion. I understand this, but I don't get that. This makes sense. That makes sense to me. What was it t- talked about? Deeper, what? Deeper something.
1: Depth of training.
0: Depth of training. Let's go back to that. So the actual depth of training won't seem like relative depth. Uh, we'll, 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 we might look at it and, and we might even kind of back up a little bit because we're we're not getting the kind of signals from that normally you get from a depth charge. Uh, you don't get much from it because there seems to be less and less rather than deeper and deeper. Deeper and deeper is just a, just a metaphor for what we're doing. There, there's no depth to it. I think I said something yesterday about, just look at the service. Wanna see how deep that is? Stop looking for something else like depth. What you're looking for is right in front of you all the time. There isn't anything but the Buddha. There isn't anything but this. If you think there's something else, you'll spin and you'll take other people in that trajectory with you. It's interesting to look at uh, part of the, where this uh, particular topic came from and not that I'm able to elaborate too much in this because I don't usually talk too much about um, social situation or world situation a little bit. But you can be very, very clear. Uh, socially and very, very respectful of others, and very kind, and very much all about other. Even if you're a white guy, uh, white person, you're all about being really supportive of everyone—of uh, black people, brown people, poor people. Uh, maybe not so delighted with billionaires. That seems like uh, someone, somebody's misunderstanding something there. Uh, but you can, you can be that and still not have a trained mind uh, if you still have a reactive mind that wants success and doesn't want failure and usually that particular mind stream is tied up with right and wrong good and good and bad up and down, good and evil and 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 you can't you can't push that away you can't get rid of it you can see it you can see how that shows up when the causes and conditions are behind that you know three or four inches back not 1,500 years, but because that's where it's coming from. That, that's even shallow. 1,500 years is nothing. That's something we can count. So we might have people who are pretty much into power and control and making money. Usually they're of one particular, you want to call it a political stripe or whatever. I'm not into doing that particularly. But something like that socially shows up, and, w- and we tend to break off into factions of right and wrong, up and down, back and forth and uh, very rare to meet someone who is actually training their mind and is on a spiritual path, unusual. Even some people that are on, claim to be on a spiritual path, Uh, very very unusual to be able to have a conversation with that person that uh, basically is uh, respectful and considerate of the dependent origination that is occurring. Uh, It's it's actually a non-occurrence, but it looks like it's occurring and to really be respectful of everything. Not easy, because there's no merit. There's no, as a trunk which I said, as Buddha Dharma, awakened truth without without any credentials. So You have no proof for it. If you have proof, uh, that's fishy. You could say, I could say, we all could. I could say, well, isn't this proof? I'm this monk, and I have the, this, and we're in a monastery, and isn't this proof of something? No, it's not. It's just a form. If you don't understand what a form is, then you will uh, the attribution of one form is better than another, or one form is means this, that form means this, and that form means that. When actually, the form is just a form. Form doesn't abandon what it is. You do. If you if you think of yourself as separate from everything or separate from anything, you will abandon that in order to secure your self, who you think you are. So I don't know of a way other than the traditional way of the spiritual path, as people eventually see that the relative approach just doesn't work. No matter who your doctor is, who your therapist is, who your psychiatrist is, what your activity is, how many, how much golf you play, how much you run, how much you jog, how much you exercise, how much yoga you do, how much, how much, how much meditation you do, how much, uh, how many, how many hours you've actually studied under whomever, John zinn Zen, Nhat Han. Dalai Lama, uh, His Holiness the Seventeenth, uh, a- anyone else, me, any other teacher. It looks that way to begin with, that you can get some somewhere by doing some particular thing. Each person has to do this themselves. Don't believe you hear me say this over and over again, and I mean it. Don't believe a word I say. You can consider it, you can give me the benefit of the doubt. You should definitely ask questions. And I sometimes say, the harder the better. Drive me right out of here with your questions. Ask me questions that I just did give me a splitting migraine. No, nah, don't do that. That would be difficult. <laughs> Michael Bowie, I'd be upset with you if you did that. Yes, go ahead. <coughs> Your talk this morning has brought up for me something your other teachers said, or one of your other teachers said.
1: Falling apart, falling apart, completely falling apart,
2: always completely falling apart, nothing to do. What is falling apart, and what is the nothing?
0: Okay, so the falling apart, that was Kobentino Roshi, and he was translating the. Uh The mantra in the gate, gate, paragate, parsangate, bodhisattva, or gone, 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 beyond, gone completely beyond, so be it. This translation is falling apart, falling apart, falling apart, uh, nothing to do. And then the further line on that was everything all at once. It's just a way of using that mantra, uh, talking about that in such a way to express and to say that everything is dependent arisen that there are no, there's no separate thing. So what is falling apart is your idea about, not only about yourself, but about reality. From looking at it, looking at it, it just falls apart. The whole thing just, but you can rebuild it. You can have little ideas and opinions and strategies that will keep it, keep, oh, that's leaking over there. So, well, that will be a good practice to make me more mindful. This is why it's so important to have a teacher so that you don't get caught in some kind of uh, ring of fire spiritual materialism, because it looks like a straight line. It looks like you're actually going somewhere and it's circular. There is nowhere to go. Falling apart, falling apart, the structure of ego, the structure of the world, the believability of of this, uh, and our imputations, our ideas about it. Not the world. The world isn't going anywhere. Well, yeah, but not in the way that we think. So falling apart, falling apart, falling apart. Nothing to do Just is just saying that you don't have any uh, even if you got into this uh, situation out of a vow, even the vow isn't there anymore. Everything all at once. There, there isn't any one to complete the whole thing. There isn't anything but the Buddha. And and you actually you actually see this. You don't become a kind of a special guy. You know you don't have. Uh, you know earlobes don't get long, and your eyes don't turn to aquamarine. It's very, very direct and simple. Falling apart, falling apart. All of your ideas of the world, no longer that structure. You look at it, there anything there anymore. It's, it's apart. You can't find other, and you can't find uh, this. You can't find this. You can't find that. Everywhere you look, to, to put it bluntly, everywhere you look, you see yourself. Well, you don't really see a self. You don't see something else. The el- as I sometimes sell, and I don't mean to pick on elves, but elseness. The el- elvesness, does that work better? No, that's that's confusing too. Okay, I take that back. The elseness, the otherness, empty of others, another way of, that has been said, and maybe they're talking about what I'm talking about, maybe not, I don't care. I'm not interested in finding something that will back this up. There isn't anything to back up, there's no back, there's no front, there's just this. You can see this, if, 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 if this is looking at this, and I'm and if you understand what I'm saying, you can do this, but you won't do it. Other, as far as I know, I'm not saying there isn't a magic wand somewhere. Probably in the junk shop in Vermont. Maybe we should go look for that. Chu chu.
1: A couple of questions from YouTube. Go ahead. First from Shane in Virginia.
0: I don't want to listen to Shane. I don't know. Ah, go ahead with Shane's question. Come on, Shane. What is it?
1: For people who are, quote, set in their ways.
0: Like you, Shane.
1: Does it make it more difficult for openness to occur?
0: Openness doesn't con- occur. Openness is always the case. It's the, the, the hope and fear that people have The shutting down, that closes it off. There isn't anything but openness. Openness is a relative statement about something that fundamentally isn't even open because there isn't anything for it to close. We talk about it as openness. We just talk about ourselves being more open. That's just bullshit. I'm not saying it shouldn't show up some way, relationship-wise, possibly some description, but people tend to hang on to that and then try to get themselves to be more open or get somebody else to be, or use that. You should be more open. Why you, why aren't you more open? The very best thing that you can do, Shane, or anybody, or I can do, or anybody can do, is train your mind to see clearly so you don't you don't get what this is from anybody else. You might need somebody to point. You might need, to need the teacher to point. You might need the sangha to point. You might need the, 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 the teachings, the ultimate teachings, the provisional teachings, or something might need to say, you need to look here. And that's why we have a wall. Sit down, hold still, hold still. minimal. Be, make it very, very minimal. Watch what moves yeah, until nothing moves, or just keep watching it. More?
1: A uh, question from Vishal's mom.
0: Wait, wait. Vishal.
1: He's in
0: San Jose. Oh, Vishal. Is it your mom? So uh, what's, what's Vishal's mom's name? I don't
1: know.
0: So she's sitting there and saying, ask him this. <laughs> what's your favorite color? Go ahead, I I won't won't, uh, be disrespectful anymore. Go ahead, Vishal's mom.
1: Are people who are being living statues or living mannequins in the streets of Europe doing shikintaza?
0: I don't know. People are holding very still. I think you could have 15 people all doing something that looked like the same thing. And since the causes and conditions that arise it as any given person's karma Uh, just like 15 people all doing shikantaza in a, in a, in a Zendo. Uh, One person is dealing with the actual raw, rough, ragged edges around the the condensation uh, coming out of fear of a self, someone who is someone who can get somewhere and someone else is just coming apart, falling apart, falling apart, falling apart. That person might have to fall apart for 20 or 30 years. So I would say, I, I don't know, but probably not just because the, even, the, even two two people who are twins are, might look alike and so on, but they start to go off in different directions. Sometimes they deliberately get away from each other because they don't like looking in mirrors.
1: Her name is Anita.
0: Hey, Anita. How's it going? Has anybody else heard about those statues in Europe? Yeah. How many are there? A bunch. How many? How many is a bunch? Like a, a, quad, a variable quatrain, huh? Yeah. Variable, yeah. variable number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Don, turn <laughs> it Don. So I. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: When you're bowing, um, you said you spent four years in the Marine Corps learning how to kill people. Yes. What are we learning in the spiritual, on the spiritual path? what are we training
0: we're for? we're oh. we're we are studying we're learning if it's the buddhist path we are learning to see what is fundamentally true and and it seems to fall in line with what the buddha taught 2500 years ago everything is dependently risen there's no separate beings anywhere yes
1: but you find, is it possible then on the spiritual path that we could learn to kill people
0: probably i don't know it'd be a spiritual path I mean someone could use you know someone could use that and that's, <coughs> there's different the thing that when Trungpa Rinpoche was a training I was, for 20 years I was a, a Dorje Kasang or a Vajra guard I did not like that but I did it because my teacher thought I should do it so I did but I did not like it because I don't like any of that military stuff and I came out of four years in the Marine Corps and 10, you know, ten years later got involved in that Uh, But I I never had a chance to talk to him about it. I thought it was not a good idea to show up as some kind of military situation. Not good, not good. But then again, I didn't talk to him about it. So maybe he said, well, you know, look at it this way. I doubt if he was interested in what I had to say about it. But I did it, I limited my time. I'm gonna do it for so long and then I'm not gonna do it anymore. So I need to know what it is that he's saying because it's about awareness, not about right and wrong, up and down, back and forth, control and no control.
1: Yes. And sometimes you see um, you may have to kill somebody. Yeah. So how does that fit with the spiritual path?
0: I'm just saying that you don't know what you're going to, you know, you're, you could, that can show up lots of ways. I'm not saying that you, you're you necessarily going to pull out a gun and shoot somebody, but maybe the causes and conditions that come together are really intense. So it could be if somebody comes busting into your house and uh, and you're trying to protect yourself and your family or something and they come in and they have a gun and you wrestle with them and you take the gun away from them and the gun goes off and they die you just killed somebody because there was no opportunity to say you know can't we do this some other way uh, you could also be going to the grocery store and be distracted by something or by your dog in the back seat or your child and look around and, and somebody walks in front of you and you run over them. You just killed someone. So we are, we are not in control of this. We have some control, but it's not a hell of a lot. Anything. Death comes without warning. Our own death comes. The death of someone else. So it's good to be as respectful as possible of that situation more. And you buy? is there a
1: way on the spiritual path to prepare for those types of situations that yeah, may yeah. seem like... Train your
0: train your mind so that whatever occurs, uh, you don't uh, agree, uh, passion. You don't disagree, aggression. And you don't turn away, ignorance. Those are the a simple way of talking about it. And depending on the causes and conditions that arise as your conditioning, how uh, you feel, how people treated you when you were in the fourth grade, or any other time, or how your parents treated you, or how a, a co worker, or a, a former mate, or the, the mate you have today. Those are dependently arisen. There's no, it's, it's an incredible illusion that there are actual personalities that are giving you difficulty, or another personality that is giving you support. Those are dependently arisen. Nobody gets to the blame or credit for anything, but no one get, uh, everyone is responsible. When I say responsible, it's not that you're to blame, but you're you need to respond to everything that is happening. Don't miss anything if you can help it. This doesn't mean lock down on anything. A lot of room for questions in that area. I'm I'm quite happy in open space, even though it's not particularly open. Go ahead. am i You mentioned training off the cushion or not training off the cushion. It seems like that shows up for me a lot. Is there anything I can do with that to work with it in support of my mind training? So it will, if you're doing a lot of sitting practice, which I know you do a lot, uh, you're doing what, 20 hours a week anyway, maybe more, somewhere in that area. And that's sitting down, looking at the wall. Maybe some of it is sutra chanting. I don't know, but somewhere in that area. That's a lot. That's more than most people are doing your average uh, Cocoa Puff spare not doing that but even that's no guarantee you still you have to do you just have to you can't really look for is this working that's why you, that's why the 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 uh the buddha the dharma the Sangha, the teaching person what is being taught everything is dependent there isn't nothing coming from its own side everything is is in a state of distress and everything is uh impermanent not all compounded things will vanish and there is no solid being there. There's no self in the skandhas form, feeling, perception, concept, consciousness. There's, no solid being. there's something, but it's not a solid being. Feeling might be there. Concept might be there. But there's also a, a kitchen table across the room. Just a different frequency of the same thing. Manifestation, manifestation. So going back to your question, I would say, yes, just observe as so far as you can, don't push on anything, don't pull on anything and don't shut down. But don't don't make it such a macho thing that it comes into some kind of control of cause and effect where you you see you're getting ahead because you're more in control. You're finally find a way to deal with the negativity that arises that uh, tamps it down or or some kind of a gaining idea happening more. You home bowing? Go ahead, Yuhong. Yuh- Johan, Yuh-
2: Yuh- Yuh- bowing. death comes without warning. When you mentioned that uh, you need to be respectful, what does respect here include? bowing?
0: Yeah, very simple. Just It's not anything fancy. It's just watch what moves. And respect, ha- have some, when I say respect, I'm not saying obey anything, but watch what's moving. Either the, the, the emotions, the feelings, the memories happening in your own mind, Make friends with yourself. Allow the negativity to rise in your own mind stream, and allow the negativity to rise in uh, in your family and your son Abraham. Watch watch his rather than try to control him or make him into somebody else. Be respectful of him. This doesn't mean let him break out all the windows in the house. It doesn't mean that, but it means make it make a very make it a very tentative relationship that you have that is very respectful of his particular distress or suffering. What is he, is he four years old?
2: Yeah. I'm turning for uh, Tuesday. We had a celebration just now. Bye.
0: Tell him I said happy birthday. Further questions? Shoto. Shoto Bowing. When I think of training conventionally, there's this quality of having little sample, like. For baseball, I might practice my pitch or practice swinging my bat and then apply that later, like kind of put all those practices together. Is there a similar thing going on with mind training? You know, it's it's taught different ways. There's a little bit – if you're listening to me, then I would say probably not. not because you get to talk to me all the time for a while or however long it may be until you keel over. Possible, even though you're only what twenty five or twenty eight. What how old are you? Um, Thirty. Thirty. Oh, whew. Saturn cycle. So um, a little bit silly, but I'm just saying that that don't you don't have to apply anything. Just just observe. Just observe. Now, other kinds of training are different, and other other teachers teach differently. And and uh, if you study uh, Tisha's seven points of mind training. And it's what 59 slogans and some of them are extremely powerful ways of working with the mind just as a slogan as a reminding Your, and then others are just kind of convoluted and complicated and, and involve you know more complicated practices and so on not here to promote that or to shut it down but i think less is better and those were also written back you know close to a thousand years ago. So there is a different society, a different culture than we have today. So some slogans are good. My favorite one is don't do anything like you have to. That's not that's, that's not him, is it? Isn't that something I said? Yeah, I don't know where I heard it at, but it seemed like a good idea. Choo-choo.
1: A question from Michael Worthington.
0: Yes, Michael.
1: How do you not lock down on past events to bring us to this moment?
0: Just watch, just watch the locking down. Don't fight with anything. And you might have to do that for days, weeks. You might have to do it with the rest of your life. Fight nothing. It's the warfare and the, 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 the intense grasping at a result or being someone else. Anything that happens in your mindstream, including yours, Michael, is, is, uh, is dependently risen. You're not causing, you don't have to blame for it. You don't get credit for it going away. You don't get the blame for it hanging around. It's dependently risen. It's, there, it's, it's, it's a whole lot of other things, apparent others that are causing uh, this situation. And actually the difference between other and this, uh, there's not two. This is why the teaching of the yogachara teaching of perception only or consciousness only. Just the consciousness, just just the consciousness. So just watch what comes and goes. No, no particular evaluation. If there's some kind of a, a desire to improve or get better, then it's. I'm not saying you can't have some relative improvement, but it's also. Uh, uh, it's just like you've left the world and you've you've stepped up on this, the the top of a of a of a mesa and you're just going to wander around there and Oh, this is better you're actually missing your life when you fall off the mesa or when you die you're coming right back into dependent origination and all of the karma and am i condemning you to something no i don't know what's going to happen you know what you're doing might be relative relatively might be better than what i'm talking about i have no idea but it seems like less is better don't do anything unless you have to And this this way the very thing that shows up in front of you you're actually looking at it with your awareness if you're doing some mind training if you're spending some time sitting down holding still and looking at the wall so in other words you're sharpening that which sees or you could say witnesses that way whatever shows up in your life you don't you don't immediately operate out of hope that it's something you've been looking for or fear that it's something you don't want because if you're doing that we're right back to little mini skirmish skirmishes of the ego with the rest of the world i don't want this i don't want that that should be this shouldn't be mundane path even though you might be wearing a robe doesn't matter doesn't matter if you're wearing a robe or rock or if you're, or if you're uh, uh, the king of the hill. Still, if you're you're tied into relative truth by not really seeing what relativity is, it's what dependent realism. A question
1: from Sammy in Portland. Mm-hmm. Is it accurate to describe everything as existing on a spectrum in keeping with not separateness?
0: I wouldn't bother. When I say I wouldn't bother, I mean, you could if you want to, but putting everything on a spectrum, it puts us into a a kind of a realm where we're, you know, get to control things and we see it on a spectrum. So instead of actually seeing the raw and rugged edges of whatever that, situation is that's showing up in our mind stream instead we have a way of stepping away from it and seeing it a little bit more abstractly or conceptually. This is what philosophers, this was Nietzsche did, this is what Kierkegaard did. this is what uh, writers do this also uh, create a world and then that's the world. And they're using the building blocks of relative truth and uh, and how do they do that? They see them as blocks. Are they blocks? No. are they not 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 blocks they're neither blocks nor are they not blocks who's that guy on that other screen over there there's more of a delay over there that's why i'm feeling delayed
2: (laughs) (laughs) you Uh, you said when you look at others to yourself there's no separation does that mean that um, try to understand in their shoes, in their circumstances? What does that really mean?
0: Maybe a little bit of that, you know, uh, walk a mile in my moccasins kind of thing. So maybe a little bit of that, but that's more of a relative kind of thing. Like I'm doing pretty good, but I'm going to imagine how what it's like to be live your miserable life. Yeah. Yeah, that would be terrible. I feel really sorry for you. We're not talking about pity. We're not talking about feeling sorry for somebody. We're not even talking about. Compassion. Compassion has no compassionator. Compassion is not an emotion. If you think it's an emotion, then then it, it kind of goes down into the the, the feeling sympathy or feeling, uh, um, yeah, the relative kind of stuff where we we haven't done anything. We just, oh, that's, I'm really sorry to hear that. It's not that you shouldn't have that. We have it all the time. Everybody has it. It's not wrong, but it's not compassion. So just insofar as you can, you know, as insofar as you can, just watch what comes and goes in the mind stream without grasping, without rejecting, and without shutting down. And the process of doing that is watching, seeing, witnessing, being with how much you grasp, how much you shut down, how how much we push and put to actually see the mechanics of the ego mind, of the self-centered mind, of the hope and fear mind. So all I do is say, I say, don't do anything unless you have to, and immediately or slowly, you start to see that there's things I'm doing I really wouldn't have to do that, but I'm doing them anyway. So what? Why am I doing that? You could look at it. You might continue to do it and not know why you're doing it. So it's not about doing something right. or Doing something not. It's just it's a very sneaky area of the way consciousness works and will will take any kind of breadcrumbs to as a self to prove there's somebody here that's succeeding, somebody that's failing, or somebody that's not quite clear about things. Take no position but observe the way dependently arisen, you tend to fall into some kind of positionality of right, wrong, up and down, back and forth. That may never change. If you see what this is, you don't have to be somebody else. You actually get to live your life. You don't miss your life. You get to be genuine. There's a question at the bottom, but I can't see it.
2: Sokaran Bowing, I'll read them for you. Thank you. Hakaran Bowing, question for Sokazan. The very desire to free ourselves from samsara is the desire to, quote, get somewhere. If I drop the desire, I am not motivated to sit. Isn't meditation the path to dissolving karma? But then isn't that getting somewhere?
0: I know that feels like a straight line, but I'm saying you don't have to drop anything. You just came up with that idea. I'm, I'm supposedly your Dharma teacher. I never told you to drop desire. Did I, Did I ever say, Rasheen, you're just going to have to quit wanting other stuff. Straighten up. No, it is about awareness. It's about seeing it. And you may, if you start to look at what is moving, you may give it to get an even stronger dose of it, but you might have to do a lot of it. You have to do a lot of it. You, you this is not just going to be dumped on you. And if it is dumped on you, then. That's your path. It's, you're, you're in the dump path. I sometimes say, how do you think I feel? Not because I feel so terrible. I feel okay. But it was not by training my mind to get better and better and more and more enlightened and more and more awake. More and more. There isn't any, there's no, there's a person here, there's an old man, of course, who's still alive but not exactly healthy. But there's no no real concern about uh, anything other than this. There's just this. So there's no there's no I didn't suddenly get a credential so suddenly I could get to be a dharma teacher. I thought it was Rushin. I might have did it. Was that Rushin or was that Hakkaran?
2: Sokaran Bowing, that was Hakkaran.
0: Oh. Well, if it's Hakkaran, then don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So current bowing, there are two more questions on Zoom. Okay. Jeanette Jeanette asks, who is watching? Bowing.
0: Who is watching? I don't know who's asking the question. I'll tell you.
2: Jeanette bowing.
0: Jeanette? Is this Jeanette, is this Daniel's friend? Wife,
2: so great bowing. Yes, bowing.
0: Uh, just uh, just uh, there's just an observing going on because if you have eyes, you have uh, tongue, nose, body, mind, so there's just a receiving is happening because we're we the consciousness has been downloaded, just put it uh, in contemporary words, into a physical form. Uh, in my case, a long time ago. And so there's, but the, the, the who, the part that's imputed, we actually invent that based on a protective uh, attitude towards the body to make sure we're safe and make sure we get food. And that over time starts with a little tiny person, eventually starts to feel like somebody who wants something else, desire. Somebody who doesn't want that, desire to get away from that. But there's no actual person. It's an astonishing realization. If you realize this, you realize nothing is threatened that who you are can't die because who you are has never come into existence. You're just an, you're just a, you're just a passenger on a non-existent train. The passenger is completely real and is not separate from anything. And so you get your, your, you get your confidence because the confidence is unconditional because it doesn't matter what you, what happens to you. All in this case, all your students can run away. They're just gone. Uh, you, can, you, can get, uh, you can get ill and die. I'm not saying that you will enjoy suffering or pain or <coughs> arthritis or, um, or heart attack or migraines, of course, but it's, it's just pain. Very simple. Nerve endings. But who you are, who, your fundamental identity, identity can't be found. It can't even be located. So that's why it's very unusual for a, a human being or any being to realize their true nature while they're still a living being. Everybody, when you, when you die, you, you immediately see what that is. But then you don't have the, the logarithm to, to handle the whole thing. So then you go back into the soup. Whereas in Jeanette, I think you're probably gonna become an angel though. I've been hearing about you. <laughs> I got your number. <laughs> Further questions?
2: So, Grant bowing a final question on Zoom from Laura in Traverse City. Laura, what is compassion, bowing?
0: Compassion is a way of talking about wisdom uh, that, can, that can have an emotional dynamic to it because we're, we're still a human form here. But it's just not, not separating from anything, not, not, not going away to see when someone is, is separating them from, from you, separating from the Buddha, separating, separating into congealing into some kind of a being who is, who is uh, taking their nerve endings really personal, and you see that's happening, then you feel you would like to help them, but you can't do it without their permission. Their karma may not be such that they'll even hear what you're saying. You see, maybe the only thing you can say is, I'm sorry to see that you're doing, you're having such a rough time. You may break down and weep with, weep with them. You may not. You may look at them and say, straighten up. You may walk away, and from uh, the way it appears to others, may be ignoring them. Other people may think. People may think. People may think. Think because you you see what this is fundamentally. You see what it is fundamentally. There isn't anything else but this, and you see it. So therefore, if any kind of relative action of somebody walking around or being kind to this person or being uh, ignoring this person. Uh, that happens out of dependent origination you are no longer there is no boss there is no authority if you think there is (laughs) then you'll feel like sometimes you're right sometimes you're wrong sometimes you can follow this person sometimes you can't but if you realize what this uh, this is uh, the word that's been used down through the centuries is you're liberated and what are you liberated you're liberated from the, the illusion of being someone, of being separate being, or being uh, put upon, or being threatened. Nothing is threatened. But when people think they're threatened, and we see that then, as uh, Avalokiteshvara, when when she looked down from her perch in the Dharmakaya and saw the suffering of the world, uh, her name, I think, is Sound Observer, Avalokita, Kuan Yin, Chenrezig, looked and saw, and, started to weep <laughs> uh, tears uh, of a white Tara over here this shrine or this altar and a green Tara came out just a uh, just a way of talking about it to help give people some kind of a structure that is not theistic but operates in terms of uh, a deity that your own your own mind Wisdom mind can be worked with in the form that is called deity yoga. Or not. Or you can just, whatever shows up, meet it where it's at. Don't object to it. Don't agree with it. Don't look away. You may be flooded with feelings. Those That weeping you saw me do, that's that's not, I'm not acting. I'm not an actor. If I were an actor, I would be in France back in the 1940s. My name would be Franchot Tone. <laughs> Sorry for that kind of humor, but I don't know what else to do. <laughs> Further question? Further question on uh, Daniel Staffler says, smiling. Good idea. <laughs> I, I, I'm almost worried about getting a, a question from Daniel because I know Daniel knows way more than I do. I mean, what if he asked me one of the really intense concrete questions? Then I'd have to, well, uh, Daniel, that's not really important. (laughs) I'll think of something. Go ahead, Don.
2: Um, How do we explore the texture of the surface without falling into the depth?
0: Just, Just watch yourself fall maintain nothing, no, I mean, we do a little maintenance, we come in and we sit down, and in here, we're in the Zendo, sit down, face the wall, bow to the Zafu, turn around, bow to the Sangha, sit down, spin around, face the wall, hold still, but no no maintenance, no maintenance. So it just, it's just a touch and go, you just sit down, and you're probably gonna sit right there. I mean, why would you leave?
2: I don't know, have nowhere else to go. <laughs>
0: That's right. We have the doors locked. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot to tell I locked these monks in. <laughs> so we that's uh, the only way you can train the, the monks. <laughs> so so it just it's very simple. So you may get up, you may, you know, you may, may move here, you may you may fall into a, a labyrinth of some kind. You personally, someone else may not, you may this is why I say don't discuss, do book study together, Stud, study the dharma. Study the Lankavatara Sutra, the Samdhinirmachana Sutra, and all, whatever uh, works of Dogen Zenji. Study what I say, uh, the teaching I present, uh, but don't necessarily discuss uh, what's happening in deeper levels of consciousness with uh, the rest of the sangha, unless you can't help it. If you can't help it, you can't help it. So this, in other words, uh, uh, it's very easy for the sangha c- to get kind of gossipy. Not a good idea. So
2: So Grand Bowing, final question in the chat box. Thank you. Um, From Sue O. She asks, is, quote, nothing but the Buddha, quote, a term for nothing but consciousness? Bowing.
0: If we need to say something, then yes. The Buddha means awake. the personhood of the Buddha, of course, means a Siddhartha, Siddhartha Gautama, which was a person who lived 2,500 years ago, as far as we know. But the Buddha nature is awakened nature. Nothing sleeps. Nothing sleeps. So, yes, consciousness only. But even that is extra. Jun Chu. A
1: question from Emmanuel Lopez.
0: Emmanuel Lopez.
1: When I am with people in social gatherings and outings with friends, my ability to observe decays. How can I avoid this decay?
0: Don't have to uh, uh, avoid You don't have to avoid it. Just notice it decays. That's awareness. You don't have to have awareness out of particular idealistic kind of things like when somebody holds their hand like this or if someone starts to do this. You don't have to. There's no. Uh, there's no instruction. Be very aware of everything. No, be aware of the of it decaying. That's a powerful awareness. That's that's beginning to show you the very structure of ego. If you look at ego, it starts to decay. Don't give yourself a credential or a demerit for any. You know, add. Don't add. Don't subtract. Don't divide. Do no math at all, except for. There's a couple of things you can add up, but most things don't add. Up. Don't do anything with it. That that the, and I'm not giving you a credential particularly, but I'm saying there's nothing to maintain. You don't have to maintain your if you're maintaining your awareness. This is a this is a, a, font, a form of materialism. If somebody's doing that and practicing that way, I'm not against that. They should go ahead and do it, whatever they want to do. Especially if they have a teacher that's telling them to do that. They're giving them techniques or their, or their awareness won't decay. I'm not going to do that. I, I want your, I want you to see. I don't want your awareness to decay, but I want you to see what is occurring. And if it, and if your assumption that your awareness is decaying, look closely and see is that really true? How can your awareness decay? Isn't that what he said? It was awareness was decaying. Yeah. How can your awareness decay, decay if the very uh, thing you're talking about, you're very aware of? Isn't that called transcendental dyslexia? I'm trying to get an answer out of Junju, but she's, her, <laughs> her lips are sealed. I thought you were, that she was maybe, uh, what do they call channeling? that? Huh? Channeling, channeling uh, you know, no, you're not channeling. <laughs> are there any other questions? Kevin Bowing. Yes, Kevin.
1: Earlier, you mentioned that uh, by not taking a position ahead of time, that was the only way we could take a position. What what does that mean, Bowing? How does it look to you? I guess what I get from it is that by by not coming in with a lot of uh, preconceptions. I'm able to take whatever, I guess it's another way, maybe another way of saying, don't do anything unless you have to, that the positionality that I do come to is out of awareness rather than a policy, bowing.
0: There another uh, question in the chat box?
2: Soka Red bowing. It was a reply from Daniel that said, thanks for pointing. Very much, thanks. Bowing.
0: Very much welcome. What do you guys think? <laughs> you guys had enough? <laughs> Everybody's going like this, so I, guess I get the message. <laughs> These guys want out of here. <laughs> Unlock the doors. all places being together can realize the Buddha's way. she
1: The
0: Ten Directions, the Three Worlds, all Buddhas, all venerable Ones, ones. Bodhisattvas, Mahasattvas, the Great Prajna, Paramita. in the three times. Please hear us. Please come down out of the light and protect Sokokoji Buddhist Temple Monastery. Our Sangha, families, friends, and visitors. Heal everyone who is unhappy, sick, or suffering, and
2: fill them with light.